0: We are the Mystery History Podcast I'm Allison I'm Jordan This is episode 42, The Yorkshire Ripper Yorkshire Yorkshire no that's not right. Yorkshire. 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 I'm not good at uh accents. No. So, uh, so we are going to discuss. This is going to be a two part episode. Mm-hmm. The first episode we're going to do um, is going to take us all the way to 1980. Then where are which will go through all the murders, the murders, the murders, <laughs> and then the second one will be more about the, the trial um, and his death and the issues with the police department, which we've been having a lot of those mm-hmm. lately,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and then like sexism in the UK which is there.
1: Mm-hmm. Very much so.
0: Yeah, not good.
1: Uh,
0: so let's get started real quick. We just have a little bit to talk about business-wise. So how many downloads do we have, sir?
1: 19,969. So
0: close to 20. <laughs> We're almost there.
1: 69.
0: 69. You're a child. <laughs> I'm looking at the 20. We're almost to 20. So yeah. thank you all for listening to us, putting up with our shenanigans.
1: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's crazy. That is. I can't believe it. Uh-uh. Uh,
0: so why don't you tell them about our Patreon and our website?
1: So our website is com, and you can find all our episodes. Uh, we have merch up there, hoodies, t-shirts. Blankies. Clocks.
0: Time for a mystery.
1: Uh, what else we got? We got blankets. We just said cases, that already. Phone cases. Pillows. Yeah, shirts. Totes. Coats. Totes. Totes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we could have a
1: coat, we maybe. Could put a coat up there. It's cold out. Here. Um, but then, yeah. So that there we also have a link to our Patreon, which is, if you just want to go straight to the site, it's patreon.com slash Podcast, and we have two tiers there. Um, the first tier is $2, and that gets you next week's episode right now. Meow. meow. Right now. <laughs> uh, so you get every episode a week early, and then you get a 10% discount to the store. And then the second tier is $5 a month, and it gets you, next week's episode, a week early, a 20% discount to the store, and then a bonus episode every Friday. Ooh, and we've been doing some good ones Mm
0: -hmm. on, like, Haunted L.A. Mm -hmm.
1: What else? We're doing, we got a bunch of stuff on there. (laughs) Yeah, and the thing is, like, whenever you sign up, if you sign up now, you get access to all the past episodes. Yep. Yep. So there's we did there's 19 of them up there now, and we're about to record another one after this. So. Yeah,
0: and uh, you just put up a thing on Instagram about some of our old episodes. Um, so we with all this Night Stalker business on Netflix, which mm-hmm. I highly recommend. That I thought it was done really well. Yeah, it was cool, and it was done from the perspective of the police officers instead of just like. Him, you know, it, it, I liked that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so go back if, if you're new to listening to us. We have a lot of stuff. We have 41 other episodes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, now we will tell you that the beginning ones were a little rough.
1: Yeah, I believe that the Night Star one was number three. So it's yeah. probably not the greatest. Yeah, But it's interesting, the stuff we cover, it's just the... The quality. Yeah, the audio Might quality not is there. not the same level yeah. it is now. Yeah.
0: Uh, so go back and, you know, if you're new to this, go back and look at some of our old episodes. There might be some stuff out there that interests you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Be sure to bring a buddy and tell a friend Yeesh. about our podcast. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten any new reviews on Apple. We're still at 81 reviews and we're at a 4.5. Mm. So let's get to 100. Yeah. Let's do that. That's mm-hmm. our next benchmark. hmm so, um, so we appreciate anybody that can rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple, because mm-hmm. none of the other ones really have the option of rating, which right.
1: sucks. But yeah, leave us a comment there. Let us know what you think. Yeah.
0: So, what else you got for business? Anything?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I'm
0: sporting my true crime till I die t-shirt today.
1: Hell oh yeah, that's up on the store.
0: It is, and it's, it's really comfy. Yeah. it's I'm a bigger lady, so it's but it's very stretchy also, which mm-hmm. I enjoy. It's not too tight around the neck, so not feeling like I'm getting strangled. Nice. So I recommend it. It's a skeleton
1: it. sitting in a bathtub just chilling. With some beer. Yeah. How thing. can you go wrong? True crime till I die. Right. And then I also, I posted on Instagram today, uh, we record these in advance, so if you're not seeing it, that's why. But, um, I started a new. I'm starting a new athletic wear company. Oh, yeah. Okay. Called the Vessel Athletic Company. Whoa. So
0: news to me too. Yeah. You're hearing it here, hot off the
1: press. So if you're into working out and or just comfy clothes, get over there. Get Gonna it. Gonna have joggers, uh, like dry fit shirts, normal shirts, hoodies, all the stuff. Hmm. All the stuff.
0: All the stuffs. Yeah. Well, that's good. Mm. Whenever you have a business, you should have all the stuffs. Yeah. So, sounds like a good one to me. Mhm. Two thumbs
1: up. Two thumbs.
0: Four thumbs. Where the other two? Well, if you were a sloth, you could have four.
1: <laughs> or a monkey. Yeah. They got toe thumbs.
0: Yeah, or a koala bear. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right. Shall we get into this Yorkshire Ripper? We got a lot to cover. These notes drained my soul. Mhm. So, I did it for you guys.
1: Enjoy <laughs> <laughs> the soul sucker.
0: Yeah, here we go.
1: So the Yorkshire Ripper, um, Peter Sutcliffe was born in Bingley near Yorkshire on June second, nineteen forty six. Six. Tyson Also, if you're from London or like anywhere in the UK, don't judge our, our pronunciation of Oh yeah,
0: some of your the words are tough, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So well, we we're going to We're going to do it. His father, John William Sutcliffe, and his mother, Kathleen Francis, uh, raised their children Catholic and were working class citizens. One of Peter's brothers confirmed that their father was an abusive alcoholic and one time smashed a beer glass over Peter's head for sitting in his chair at the Christmas table when he was only four or five years old. That's child abuse, I'm pretty sure. I'm not a doctor? Nope. Or a cop? Mm Mm-mm. That's not okay. That seems a little aggressive. (laughs) John would whip his children with a belt. Peter had five siblings, three sisters, and two brothers. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's probably why he's pissed all the time never got to sleep.
0: Right. Now, every kid was sitting in his damn chair, <laughs> and Peter just happened to be the one at
1: that time. Fucking chair. Uh, Peter was considered a loner and left school by the time he was 15. He decided to start working and had several jobs, in, uh, which included two grave-digging jobs in the 1960s. Hmm. Peter met Sonia Zerma on February fourteenth, nineteen 1967, and the two started dating. Hmm. That seems, I mean, that's a, I'm sure like a hard job, but that'd be, I couldn't do that grave digging. That'd be weird.
0: I feel like that's not as crazy as like a mortician or yeah, something because you're not seeing a dead body. That's true. You're just
1: digging holes. Digging holes. But you're next to dead bodies. You're digging right next to us. Yeah. That'd be creepy. Do you
0: know that you can rent caskets. I learned this Excuse today. Excuse
1: me? Yeah. You can rent them?
0: So like if your, if your wish is to be cremated, but you want to have like a wake for people to say goodbye. You can rent a casket Ew. to showcase your body and then be cremated. Can you buy them later on? Like I don't know the answer used. to this. <laughs> this is something that just just I found out today. That? Where? Through a friend What's who's going through something to that effect. But, yeah, I, I had no idea you could do that.
1: Whoa. That's so, crazy.
0: I mean, it, I guess it makes sense if you stop and you think about it because yeah, you're not you going to need it. No. But I wonder how much they charge for rent. Oh, I bet
1: it's a lot. Caskets are expensive as they shit. They are.
0: They are. I'm going to tell you because I would like to be cremated. I think at the end.
1: When you think about it, like how many? When you think about there's what seven billion people on Earth. Uh-huh. If you bury every single one of those people, we're going gonna to run out of land.
0: Yeah, it's going to be like the catacombs of Paris.
1: Yeah, situation. Like just over time, there's not going to be enough room. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking wild. I mean, we're start blasting people up into space. That'd be dope. I'll be down for that. Hmm.
0: And then, like, just, occasionally there'd be a meteor of a dead person that just came back down?
1: Yeah. They'd oh. burn up. It'd be fine.
0: You think? Yeah.
1: That mm. was If
0: we didn't put them in boxes, you would think that the ground would just,
1: mm-hmm. you know, eat them. I think it does anyway.
0: But then what happens to the box? It's just a box. Just a box. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. But, yeah, I would. I, well, and it's weird to think, too, that, like, because I know you're. some people want to be Scatter ashes scattered here, or there, or wherever. It's actually illegal to like go scatter ashes. Is it really? Yeah, because you're sense. yeah. But think about how the like the wind blows and you just get some stuff it and you always, think it's dirt like and Big it could Lebowski. be a
1: person. Mm-hmm. Big Lebowski, Fucking yeah, Donny <laughs> <laughs> blew right back on him. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, that'd be you, and take like eight showers. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, but think about all the times you've been hit with cremation ashes that you didn't even know it.
1: Hopefully not. It's probably happened. What do you mean? Yeah, I think that's an well, everyday okay. occurrence.
0: Okay. So think about how many times. <laughs> so Zero think about time. the time that you swim in the ocean. People like to be scattered in the ocean. I'm yeah. sure that some shark or Something didn't eat the ashes, and it touched us in our time.
1: (laughs) How would a shark eat ashes?
0: I don't know. Just, I don't know. A whale shark. They're filtering. I don't know.
1: Think about how many dead things are in the ocean. Just, like, fish. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, we went two different places.
0: Yeah, but fish. I could see it, yeah.
1: But that's, like, like, uh, Osama bin Laden. They dumped him in the ocean.
0: Which, we talked about
1: that, and that's weird to me. That's what they do with, like, people, yeah, they don't want, like, a burial site for people to come, like... Which like sea, cause, yeah, because like terrorists would go there and like hang out, right? I mean, you think that'd be better though, because then the cops could just go there and be like, "Got some,
0: right? Got we some got at them. Their site." <laughs> I don't know. That's just a weird concept to me. Being buried at sea, I think that'd be cool. Because what if you're just like on a sailboat, minding your own business, or if you're fishing?
1: I think your your body decomposes like I forget. There's some documentary I was watching. It decomposes like ten times faster in water. Yeah, because it just is so hard. The water's so hard on you.
0: Well, not a shark could
1: eat you for sure. Yeah, it's almost like being buried. I mean, it's you become just, a part of like circle of life. Yeah, I want to be like a coral reef. What? Ooh, I could be like
0: you could <laughs> cement me or something, Ooh. and then I could be a part of a coral
1: reef. You Could be like uh, Han Solo. Yeah, he gets frozen in carbonite. Yeah, just a picture of you, like yeah. trying to get out.
0: One day, whenever you have a mansion, you'll showcase me. No. Yep going to happen.
1: Yikes. Okay. I think you want to be underwater. Oops. I do. This is a, there's you there's just, too you many things. Out.
0: I do. I don't have much time left.
1: <laughs> we got so far off topic. Holy okay, shit. so
0: 1969.
1: <laughs> Back like we never left.
0: Yep. Peter assaulted a female prostitute who he had met while looking for another woman who had tricked him out of money. Because I'm assuming if you're going to a prostitute and they steal money from you, you can't go to the cops.
1: Hmm. Like, A. Fair point.
0: This hookah <laughs> didn't give me services. There. He left his friend, Trevor Birdsall's minivan, and walked up St. Paul's Road in Bradford until he was out of sight from the vehicle. When Peter returned, he was out of breath like he had been running. He told Trevor to drive off quick. That's a little suspicious. <laughs> no little bit. Peter said he had followed a prostitute into a garage and hit her over the head with a stone and a sock. The old stone and a
1: sock trick. That's like way premeditated. Yeah. Got a sock unless and then he, a stone also?
0: Well, I mean, unless he just took his sock off.
1: Yeah, but still, then, you got to, like, put some thought into that. It's yeah. not just like you grab something out of anger and hit him with it. Yeah. You're like, I'm about to get to his mother Right. R- right. Let him let off shoe, take my shoe.
0: <laughs> so, Peter said, I got out of the car, went across the road, and hit her. The force of the impact tore the toe off the sock, and the rock came out of it. I went back to the car and got in. The next day, police visited Peter's home because the woman he attacked saw Trevor's license plate. Peter admitted he had hit her with his hand, not a sock and a rock. And the police told him that he was very lucky because the woman didn't want to press charges. I wonder why. Probably because she was the lady of the night. Yeah, but still. But, I mean, okay, so let's just, this is, let's Quentin Tarantino it.
1: Back to the beginning.
0: If, (laughs) if the police would have put him away right now.
1: Yep. None none of of this this would have happened. Yep. But he probably wouldn't be... I don't know how that works in, like, the UK. Assault might... It's probably not that long of a charge. stint. No. No. So he probably would have. Probably.
0: But it could be like Quentin Tarantino and all these people would still be alive. Mm -hmm. He should make a movie about this.
1: Which wall (laughs) of the shows. It says bad motherfucker on it. Alright, 1971... Between November 1971 and April 1973, he worked at the Baird Television Factory on the packaging line. He decided to quit the job when he was asked to go on the road as a salesman.
0: I feel like that would have been a perfect thing for him, to be on the road yeah. and committing all these crimes in different
1: areas. Because he would to have like an alibi why yeah. he was there. Yeah. Huh. Huh. After leaving Baird Television, Peter worked night shifts at the Britannia Works of Anderton International. That was a lot of words. That is. From uh April 1973
0: 1974 Peter and Sonia were married August 10th 1974 Sonia had several miscarriages and was told by the doctors that there would not they would not be able to have any kids uh she later started to become a teacher cuz hmm. she couldn't have kids at least she could she teach some be kids around them yet. Mm-hmm.
1: 1975 in February 1975 he was laid off and used his severance to train uh, um, as a heavy goods vehicle driver,
0: so like a CDL in America.
1: Yeah, just like semis and stuff. Mm-hmm. On March fifth, nineteen seventy six, Peter was fired for stealing used tires.
0: Not good. Why don't you steal
1: new ones, man?
0: If you're gonna steal, you might as well go exactly. balls to the wall. Like
1: you steal the cheap shit. <laughs> July fifth, nineteen seventy five, Peter committed his second assault. He attacked Anna Rogolski, mm-hmm. who was walking alone in Kegley. I probably butchered that, sorry, UK listeners. Mm. He struck her in the head with a ball-peen hammer and cut her stomach with a knife. A homeowner in the area came out to investigate, and Peter left without killing her. Anna was rushed to the hospital where she needed neurological surgery, uh, but was physio- physio- psych
0: Psychologically? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you were struggling on that Holy
1: hard. shit, man. Whoa. Reading's tough. Psycho, 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 uh,
0: psycho. <laughs> psycho, <Psychaduia>. psycho. <laughs>
1: Psychologically traumatized by the attack. She said, I've been afraid to go out because I feel people are staring and pointing at me. The whole thing is making my life a misery. I sometimes wish I had died in the attack. How terrible. That is terrible.
0: Like an hour of your life can cause years worth of damage. Mm -hmm. August 15th, Peter attacked Olive Smelt in Halifax. Olive is the cutest name I've ever heard of. (laughs) He struck up conversation with Olive about the weather and then struck her with a hammer in the skull from behind. Oof. He slashed her lower back with a knife and was interrupted again before he could kill her. Like Anna, Olive suffered emotional and mental trauma. I bet. My God. Yeah. Officer Deputy uh, Dick Holland interviewed Olive and she told him that he had a Yorkshire accent, but the information was ignored because Anna and Olive were not in the towns with a red light district.
1: Hmm. Very suspicious. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: August 27th, Peter attacked 14-year-old Tracy Brown in Sildsund. He struck her from behind in the head, or, and hit her in the head five times as she was walking along a country road. He ran off when he saw the lights of a passing car. Tracy needed brain surgery to recover from the attack. That's crazy. That, Oof. I don't know how you like physically could do. I mean, he's obviously a crazy person, uh-huh. but it's like
0: knowing that you're hurting someone.
1: exactly like mm-hmm. that bad. That I don't know how people with a hammer like that's fucking brutal, ruthless. Like yeah. you have no feeling and to you know be able a to bulky hammer
0: like those ugh. just freaked me out anyway. Because why you need that?
1: Well, it's probably it probably like makes like holes in your head. Because yeah, it's, it's like, a small it's impact. Exactly. Yeah, that's not like widespread. Yeah. yeah, ugh, that's gross. Peter was unemployed until October 1976 when he found a job as an HGV trucker for T&WH Clark Holdings uh, LTD on Canal Road Industrial Estate in Bradford.
0: They have really long names in the UK. That
1: was like 19 words (laughs) for the name of a company. October 30th, Peter finally got what he had been working towards with the other attacks. Wilma McCann was a mother of four children between the ages of two and seven. She crossed past with Peter, and he struck her twice in the skull with a hammer, stabbed and stabbed her in the throat. These were two stab or the, there were two stab wounds below her left breast, three stab wounds below her right breast, and nine stab wounds around her belly button. The police arranged 150 officers of the West Yorkshire Police Department, who were conducted 11,000 interviews, but failed to find the suspect. Wilma's oldest daughter, Sonia Newlands, committed suicide in December 2007 after suffering from depression over the loss of her mother.
0: Terrible. So this just, it's like a spider's web. It yep. just touches so many people's lives. Oof. So now we're in 1976. January 1976, Emily Jackson had persuaded her husband to let her prostitute herself because they had come on hard times. What a conversation.
1: Yeah. No to kidding. be a
0: fly on the wall.
1: I wonder if there if you're from UK and know more about the times there. I wonder if it was like a depression type era because it seemed like a lot of these people didn't have jobs. Yeah. And it was like hard to Struggling. find jobs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and I mean is the red light district is that is it legal to prostitute in the UK?
1: I don't think so. If you know let us know, but I don't it's believe lonely.
0: so. I mean it's legal to prostitute in Amsterdam. In Las, Las Vegas, Vegas. But I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I wouldn't think it... Because they're trying to avoid the police, the girls. hmm So it must be... Well, but it could be, like, frowned upon, too. Like, that's you don't true. want to come yeah.
0: out in the media as prosti- Joe yeah. Schmo
1: prostitute. That's true. I don't know. That would be a crazy thing to have, like, to realize you need money and, like, let your wife be a prostitute. That's... Yeah. I don't know how you would, like, ever be comfortable. Like...
0: I mean, at least she talked to him about no, it. No, yeah. But I mean,
1: that's good. But I just would always be worried. Like, mm-hmm. That she could Yeah, because they're probably die. not the best group of people that yeah. are going to these. Uh...
0: So she, they had a family roofing business, and she used the van from the roofing business to conduct her prostitution. Peter met Emily, who was standing near the Gady Pub in Leeds on Roundhay Road. They drove half a mile to some run-down buildings on en- Enfield Terrace in Manor
1: Industrial Estates. That's where the Enfield Haunting took place. Uh-huh.
0: Peter hit her on the head with a hammer, dragged her body into a yard, then used a sharpened screwdriver to stab her in the neck, chest, and stomach. He stamped on her thigh, leaving an impression of his boot. How hard do you have to stamp on somebody to leave an impression of your boot?
1: That's crazy.
0: Uh, May 9th, Peter attacked 20-year-old Marcella Claxton in Roundhay Park in Leeds. Marcella was walking home from a party when Peter offered her a ride. She asked him to stop so she could pee, and Peter hit her in the head from behind with a hammer. Marcella survived the attack and testified against him later at his trial. At the time, though, she was four months pregnant and miscarried. During the attack. Yeah, that's awful. She required multiple brain surgeries and suffered from intermittent blackouts and chronic depression. Like, you just would. You know? You, just, I don't know how you would get over that. No. Especially losing a child because of it and then you living. Like, that would just be so
1: tough. I don't know. I mean, honestly, it's... Obviously, it's bad to, like, hit people in any way. But, like, I don't... That's so like cowardly of him to hit him from behind with a hammer. Uh-huh. It's like,
0: because most of the time men pick women as victims because they're stronger than them, right? So they can overpower them. Yeah, that's why. So this isn't an overpowering situation because he's like blindsided exactly. completely. It's,
1: yeah, I mean it's not okay to do the other like no. just because they're overpowering, but it's like you would think he wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. But it's just like he's like cowardly. Yeah. It makes him more cowardly to me. Um, So February, we're 1977 now February 5th, 1977 Peter attacked Irene Richardson Who was a Chapel Chapel Town prostitute In Roundhay Park Peter bludgeoned her to death with a hammer Once she was dead, Peter mutilated the corpse With a knife Tire tracks near the scene resulted in a long list of possible vehicles April 23rd Peter killed Patricia Tina Adkinson Who was a prostitute in Bradford In her home Police found a boot print on her comforter.
0: He's, like, in the boot print
1: Mm. business. You'd think. This happened with. um, Ramirez. Yeah, with the Night Stalker as well. He, like, you'd think that they would change shoes.
0: Well, I saw a meme um, on Facebook, and it's, like, Richard Ramirez loves stepping in shit. (laughs) It's, (laughs) like, he really did. And the fact that. This is a side tangent for Ramirez, but watching the documentary, the fact that that was the only shoe in that color, and it was like, "Wow, what yeah. are the odds?" In Las Vegas or Los Angeles? Yeah,
1: what are the? There's like two in Arizona and one in Los uh, yeah. L A. How yeah. the fuck is that even possible? Yeah, but yeah, yeah you'd think. I don't know. That just mm-hmm. blows my mind because this happens a lot with like they wear the they have like one pair of shoes. Like, why are you wearing the same well, shit I, everywhere? I think he was homeless, I don't know. He was Ramirez was yeah. like. But this guy has like a job and like. A
0: family. Yeah, you'd think you'd wear. Yeah. All right, so boot print on the comforter. No mm-hmm. good. June 26th, Peter murdered 16-year-old Jane McDonald in Chapleton. She was not a prostitute, so this murder showed the town that any woman could be a potential victim. Mm-hmm. Police described her as the first innocent victim, which is fucking bullshit. That's
1: pretty, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. That
0: is the worst
1: thing I've ever heard. And we'll talk about this in the second episode, but the police were very not good. They're in this. Dumb. That was bad. Horrible.
0: So basically, they're saying if you're a prostitute, you deserve it, mm-hmm. which is so screwed up.
1: There's a lot of like sexism. Oh yes, In the and the, the police. We'll get into that in the second episode. We will. But, but
0: like basically, they tried to put it was
1: yeah, a lot of sexism. Pretty messed up. Yeah, very focused less on the guy being. A killer and more on the women. It's their fault. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty messed up.
0: Which uh, women have been persecuted for this for <clears throat> forever. Like if you wear something, you know, sexy, showing cleavage, mm-hmm. your booties out, then you're it's asking your for yeah. it. Which is so, no, that's, that's bullshit.
1: Yeah, that's horrible. Such shit. I don't know how you could ever accuse a woman like if like you're asking for it. It's like, no, yeah. you're just trying to live your life right. in this fucking psycho. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah, that's that makes me mad. So, Maureen Long was assaulted in Bradford in July. He was interrupted and left the scene before, or he left the scene leaving her for dead. She suffered from hypothermia when she was found and was on the, in the hospital for nine weeks. Wow. A uh, witness misidentified the make of his car, resulting in 300 police officers checking thousands of cars without success.
0: Because it wasn't the right one.
1: This is also a side tangent, but this happened in the freaking D.C. sniper. Mm-hmm. They are looking for a white van. Yeah, like, roadblocks up, and they just let them go right through. Yep. We had and to do an episode on that, too. That's super Yeah, we do. That's such a... Oh, it's it's so awful, hard, but it's... That's such a tough one. That was fucked up, too, because it was, like, just, like, people...
0: Do you remember that, like, in life?
1: No, I remember watching. I don't remember it happening, but I remember watching. Like, is like a CBS. Like, they're like covering yeah, it, mm-hmm. but I don't remember like like turning on the news and like seeing it happen. Like, I talk can't about
0: remember. Do You remember what year that was? It was like
1: ninety nine, ninety eight, something. like Because
0: I remember watching and hearing about it, like in school and stuff, and being like i I was I was driving. No,
1: I don't know. Mm, no, probably not yet. No,
0: but I remember like getting gas Mm-mm. with my parents, our parents, and being like. So nervous because that could happen anywhere.
1: Yeah, it is crazy.
0: You just stop in to get a donut and you get sniped from who knows where.
1: Well, that happened, I think it was in like, it's closer to Cincinnati, but that happened a couple years ago where somebody was just driving down the road and got shot.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's
1: fucking crazy. Yeah. That's awful.
0: I was, and I don't know if it was
1: because we used to watch a bunch of like
0: (laughs) action movies with people getting kidnapped because our dad likes that stuff. So now I love that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I remember even like driving in the car, and back in the day, you could sit in the back in the middle seat. So, you know, you could kind of lean up into the front. Mm -hmm. And I remember like, Thinking of, oh, my God, if somebody from behind or or behind us or in front of us would shoot, they could shoot us in the head. Like, <laughs> and and I was probably, like, eight. Yeah. What a thing to think of when you're eight. Like, I was so paranoid about the people around us being able to shoot inside the car. I don't know <laughs> why. I blame it on Dad because
1: I <laughs> I don't know if it's because we watch all kinds of scary movies, but I'm kind of the same. I'm, like, always looking for an exit.
0: Oh, yeah. But you I always want to sit with your back to the wall. I plan out routes.
1: It's also because of all the, uh, like, it's awful, but, like, all the shootings and stuff, uh-huh. it's like you want to know how to get out of somewhere.
0: Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And it's sad that we have to, and, I, and I'm trying not to project that on Evie mm-hmm. because, you know, she's, but let's tell this story. So, Jordy and JoJo took my daughter to a trampoline park, mm-hmm. and Josh has a friend on Facebook who's seen millions of pictures of her, and his name is also Josh. So he came up to them and said, you know, is your dad Josh? Do you want to meet my son? And she ran away from him and said, you're not my dad. And how embarrassing, because we do actually know this person, but also I'm proud because she knows, because we had to talk before you guys left about stranger danger and what to do if somebody tries to take you Mm. because i'm so like having a child they're a part of your heart that's outside your body and you want to be able to protect them all the time and it makes you scared because whenever they're not with you you can't you know control all the situation but it made my heart happy that she she did that and I, it's not that I don't trust
1: you or JoJo. I no, do. I, it's just no people are crazy. You, yeah. If that you, ever happened though, I would, it would not be good. For that oh, person.
0: I would. I would kill someone. I would. Yeah. You see those videos on Facebook where you know the, you're standing in line to get a haircut with your kid, and somebody opens up the door, grabs your child, yeah. and tries to run out. Like that's I, awful. I would run him over with my car.
1: It was so funny though because we were just standing there. Like she just ran away, and I was just, like standing there with the guy. Like, oh, that's weird. That's really weird. <laughs> So you just create kids, huh?
0: <laughs> so, well, and it's funny because you were with her. Yeah. So she should know that you would have protected her from that, but she just,
1: like, she was out. Yeah, I was like, it was me, him, and her, and we were just, like, I was talking to him, and she's like, you're not my dad, and ran away. I was like, well, I was, what do we, how do we talk about now? Right. About the weather? where do we
0: go from here? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, it's funny.
0: Okay. So, Sonia... Peter's wife completed her teaching degree, and the two used Sonia's salary to buy a house on 6 Garden Lane in Heaton. They moved there on September 26, 1977. So Peter's living the good life, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, October 1st, 1977, Peter picked up Jean Jordan in the moss side of the Red Light District. She'd been a runaway and was prostituting to get money to feed her two kids. Peter gave Jean a banknote as payment then murdered her. Sonia and Peter were hosting a family party at their new home, and afterwards he realized that the banknote could be traceable back to him, so he got paid from work, he gave her the, the bank note to do sexy time, and then he murdered her and she had the bank note. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he, after the party, he went back to the body and he tried to find the note, but he couldn't find the, the bank note. He mutilated her corpse and moved it from the original scene because he was so pissed. Mm-hmm. Jean's body was discovered by a local dairy worker, Bruce Jones, and he later became an actor, which is weird. Um, But Bruce was searching for house bricks when he made the discovery of her body. The banknote was actually hidden in a secret compartment of Jean's purse. So it was there the whole time. He just didn't know that there was a secret compartment in her purse. So the police traced the note and was able to narrow the field of inquiry to 8,000 employees who could have received it. Which is, I mean, that's pretty good for our country. Narrowing down, yeah. Over three months, the police interviewed five thousand men, including Peter. He gave them an alibi, though, that he was at a family party because he was.
1: You'd think you'd just take the purse.
0: Well, I don't. I don't know if he knew that it was in there either.
1: Yeah, but still, like, I mean, just for good. Yeah, just. But like,
0: then, what are you going to do with it?
1: Destroy it? I
0: guess burn it
1: up. Put it somewhere not near next to the body. And
0: where? What the fuck is Sonia doing?
1: Yeah, he has to be... I don't know if he's a night shift worker or what. I don't know
0: he's either, but he's gone a lot murdering these yeah.
1: folks. Yeah. Hmm, weird. I don't know. December 14th, Peter attacked Marilyn Moore, who was a prostitute from Leeds. She survived and gave police a description of her attacker. Tire tracks found at the scene matched those from an earlier attack. The composite police were able to draw based on her account, looked very close to Peter, and Marilyn also provided a good description of the car. Which had been seen in red light districts. Peter was interviewed during this investigation as well. <sighs> Just talking to the killer.
0: Several times. Ugh. And they don't know shit. That's crazy. 1978. In January of 1978, the police discontinued the search of uh, for the person who received the banknote from Jean's murder. Because they couldn't figure it out. Hmm. <laughs> That same month, Peter killed Yvonne Pearson, who's 20, a 21-year-old prostitute in Bradford. He repeatedly bludgeoned her head with a ball-peen hammer, then jumped on her chest before stuffing horse hair in her mouth Ew. from a sofa, and then he hid her body under the sofa in a um, lump, lump,
1: lumb lane. Lum. Lumb. lane. That's gross. Oh, I didn't know they put horse hair in furniture. I didn't either. Ugh.
0: But I guess it makes... I mean, but I feel like it's coarse. Horse
1: hair is how they make glue. You know that? No. Mm-hmm. Hmm. They like melt it or something weird. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so 10 days later, he killed Helen Ritka, an 18-year-old 18 18 year prostitute from Hubbersfield. He struck Helen on the head five times as she got out of her vehicle before stripping most of the clothes from her body and repeatedly stabbed her in the chest. Her body was found three days later beneath railway arches in Gerard's timber yard, Peter said of Helen Helen, while in police custody in 1981, I had the urge to kill any woman. The urge inside me to kill girls was now practically uncontrollable.
0: Yeah, obviously. March 8th, George Oldfield... Who was the assistant chief constable of the investigation? Received a letter.
1: What constable? It just, it just, again, that's like assistant chief constable. It's, it's like, a lot. It's like, oh, a it's lot so of many titles. Words. Constable. I like that. That is cool.
0: A letter from someone claiming to be the Ripper. Okay, so this is. Oops, this is the letter that was given to George. He says, Dear sir, I am sorry I cannot give my name for obvious reasons. I am the Ripper. I've been dubbed a maniac by the press, but not by you. You call me clever, and I am. You and your mates haven't a clue that photo in the paper gave me fits, and that bit about killing myself, no chance. I've got things to do. My purpose to rid the streets of them sluts. My one regret is that young Lassie McDonald did not know cause changed route that night. "'Up to number eight now, you say. seven, but remember Preston, 75. "'Get about, you know. "'You were right. "'I travel a bit. "'You probably look for me in Sunderland. "'Don't bother. "'I am no daft. "'Just posted letter there on one of my trips. "'Not a bad place compared with Chapeltown "'and Manningham and other places. Warn whores to keep off the streets "'cause I feel it coming on again. "'Sorry about young Lassie. "'Yours respectfully, Jack the Ripper.' Might write again later, I'm not sure. Last one really deserved it. Whores getting younger each time. Old slut next time, I hope. Hutters Field never again. Too small. Close call last one.
1: Hmm. What? Yeah, not a very uh It
0: was jibber jabbered, but Yeah. Pretty messed up. Yeah. Obviously. Them whores. <laughs>
1: Whatever. So, March 13th, 1978, another letter was sent to the Daily Mirror, which reads, Dear Sir, I have already written to the Chief Constable, George Oldfield, a man I respect, concerning the recent rapper murders. I told him, and I am telling you, to warn them whores, I'll strike again, and as soon uh, when heat cools off... <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. No. And as soon as cool when heat cools off. Okay. Um, about the McDonald lassie, I didn't know that she was decent, and I'm sorry. I changed my routine that night. Up to murder eight now. You say seven. Remember Preston, 75. Easy picking them up. You don't even have to try. You think they're, they'll they learn, but they don't. Most are young lassies. Next time, I'll try an older one, I hope. Police haven't a clue yet, and I don't leave any. I am very clever, and I, uh, don't look for me up there in Sunderland, because I am not stupid. I just passed through the place. Not a bad place compared Ch- with Chapel Town Manningham. Uh, Can't walk the streets uh, for them whores. Don't forget, warn them, I feel it coming on again. If I get a chance, sorry about the young lassie I didn't know. Yours respectfully, Jack the Ripper. Might write again another week on maybe Liverpool or even Manchester again. Too hot here in Yorkshire. Bye. I have given advance warning. So it's yours and their fault.
0: Oh, so he's trying to pass pass blame that the reason why he's doing this is because they can't catch him, Mm. which is true, but it's not. I mean, it's his fault. Do it right. (laughs) Well, and he keeps mentioning Preston seventy five, so they think that he's referring to a murder that they didn't know of yet. May 16th, Peter killed Vera Millward in an attack in the car park of Manchester Royal Infirmary. The police put together a prostitute murder squad, which is not good, not a good name, Uh, which was dubbed by the press as the Ripper Squad, which is way more politically correct. Thank you media for being like, nope, we're not printing that shit. (laughs) There were many officers on the case, but those that made up the Ripper Squad were Ronald Gregory, Dennis Hoban, George Oldfield, Richard Holland, James Hobson, Jack Ridgway, and David Gee. And I was gonna put their titles, but y'all in the UK have six Titles apiece. <laughs> so just know that they were on the Ripper Squad. That need its own episode. And they were try- right. And they were trying to catch this dude. <laughs> so we're in
1: 1979 now. April 4th, Peter killed Josephine Whitaker, a 19-year-old building society clerk, who had attacked on Seville Parkmore in Halifax as she was walking home. George Oldfield receives a tape from the possible Ripper on June 17. The tape says I am Jack. I see you are still having no luck catching me. I have the greatest respect for you, George, but Lord, you are no near catching me now than four years ago when I started. I reckon your boys are letting you down, George. They can't be much good, can they? The only time they came near catching me was a few months back in Chapel Town when I was disturbed. Even then, it was an ununiformed copper, not a detective. I warned you in March that I'd strike again. Sorry it wasn't in Bradford. I promise you I didn't I couldn't get there. I'm not quite sure when I'll strike again, but I'll definitely it will definitely be sometime this year. Maybe September, October, or even sooner, if I get the chance. I'm not sure where. Maybe Manchester. I like it there. There's plenty of them knocking about. They never learn, do they, George? I bet you've warned them, but they never listen. At the rate I'm going, I should be in the book of records. I think it's 11 up to now, isn't it? Well, I'll keep you going for quite a while yet. I can't see myself being nicked just yet. Even if you do get near, I'll probably top myself first. Well, it's been nice chatting to you, George. Yours, Jack the Ripper. No good looking for fingerprints. You should know by now as cl- it's as clean as a whistle. See you soon. Bye. Hope you like the catchy tune at the end. Ha ha. This was followed by 22 seconds of the song Thank You for Being a Friend by Andrew Gold.
0: What a sassy little jerk. Mm-hmm. I like that song though. It's a good one. <laughs> He's got some sort of thing, with George. Yeah. So this tape leads investigators on a search for a man with a where side. I'm just saying that right, I'm wrong. I'm 100 percent sure accent. <laughs> um, so I don't know how that works because they talk about different accents in different areas. Mm-hmm. But like uh, people say, we have an accent,
1: mm-hmm. but I don't. I think it's, it's very subtle. Yeah. But again. I don't know. It's like Boston and New York, and like
0: well, like people Chicago. in Kentucky, yeah, you know. But I don't know. I I guess these are like towns, though, right? Like super close to one another,
1: whereas ours are almost states. Yeah, but think about how close Kentucky is. It's pretty. It's yeah, that's true. less than sixty miles away, that's, that's true.
0: That's true. Okay, so on September first, Peter murdered twenty-year-old Barbara Leach, who was a Bradford University student. Her body was dumped at the end of 13 Ash Grove under a pile of bricks close to the university in her lodging. It was his 16th attack. The fact that another murder occurred of a woman who was not a prostitute really alarmed the public because obviously the police want to really push the prostitute thing. Mm-hmm. Peter was interviewed two other times in 1979. So in total, he was interviewed by the police nine times.
1: That's insane.
0: Nine. How dumb.
1: Jesus. That's insane. Yeah. Ripper squad. Ooh. Not too good.
0: Not something I'd want on my resume. Yikes.
1: So, we're in 1980 now. In April, Peter was arrested for drunk driving. While he was awaiting the trial, he killed two more women. August 20th, Peter murdered 47-year-old Marguerite Walls. And September 24th, Peter attacked... Um, sorry, I'm going to butcher this name. uh Up-H- bandera who survived october 25th peter attacked maureen lee an art student um attacked in the grounds of leeds she also survived she survived mm-hmm. yeah november 5th peter attacked 100 <laughs> <laughs> but it says 165 but it's i'm sure it's 65
0: yeah that's pretty amazing 165
1: it is, so. she had a good run <laughs> uh so 65 year no
0: old. she was 16
1: Oh, wow. That was a freaking
0: mystery. Yeah, the five was just
1: like a joke. (laughs) Sneezed. (laughs) (laughs) 16-year-old, I'm sorry, Teresa Sykes in Hubbersfield. After the attack, Sykes Sykes placed a a dresser and, and table against her bedroom door and slept with a knife under her pillow.
0: Yeah, I get that.
1: So, to reiterate, 16, not 165. 16,
0: not 165, not 65, 16. <laughs>
1: Sorry for the confusion.
0: Uh, November 17th, Peter murdered Jacqueline Hill, who was a student at Leeds University. Her body was found near Arndale Center. And in November 25th, Trevor Birdsall, who was the friend of Peter who was with him during his first attack, reported him to the police as a suspect. Hmm. But the information vanished in a pile of paperwork.
1: That's, like, I don't know if you've seen the documentary, but they, like, have... It's, like, a mail room. Uh-huh. So, like, I'm sure it's easy to lose stuff in there. Yeah. Because there's thousands of papers floating around. It's, that's crazy.
0: Well, and it's scary that now I feel like the pressure is really mounting for the police because there's more of students that are getting attacked, and it's not just prostitutes who nobody... Right. Has you know, air quote cares about.
1: They're in their mind, it's like a higher echelon of society. Yeah. So it's like, and now it's, it's now more getting,
0: prominent exactly, though. Yeah. they need to catch this guy, which, which is, is messed up bullshit. Yep. So that is all for episode one,
1: part one, yep. part one mm-hmm.
0: of the Yorkshire Ripper. Yes. So next week we'll talk about from 1981 to the end, all of the shenanigans the police were involved in, all mm-hmm. the sexism that needs to be. Stopped. Yes. Right now. Yes. Um, so let us know, people from the, you know, Yorkshire. Did you guys? Do you remember this? Um, you know what? What are your thoughts about it? Mm-hmm. And then we will see you next week with part two. All right. Have a good week. Have y'all. a good week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>